You're listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Paco Radio here on FNR Football Nation Radio, brought to you by Senol. My name is Nick Tabato, and here for the 2022 season finale today, and we've brought back the senior head coach and assistant coach, Alex, Alex Kobo and Oliver Stankovsky in here today. Uh, for those wondering who were looking at the fixture and thinking there was a game on tonight, I hope that you haven't gone to John K Memorial Park because there's no game tonight. Uh, for those just get, keeping an eye on it, Pasco Vale awarded a 3 0 win as a result of a forfeit. But... We get to bring you guys in here tonight to talk a little bit about the season and what has been, you know, it's been it's been an incredible journey. Unfortunately, obviously, no promotion at the end of it, but a third place finish. Guys, welcome back. Great to have you both back in here today. Well, uh, thank you, Nick, for for that. Um, it's always a pleasure to come and have a chat, come and have a chat to you. Um, as you say, um, has been a, a great season for us, um, um, especially considering that that um, we. Back in October last year, we have to reorganize, restructure the, the team. You know, um, with um, with uh, the departure of David Chick to Dandy Tanda, um, all the players probably thought that there was the, the right time for them to move on. And I am a firm, a firm believer that that we shouldn't stop anybody who wants to leave. Mm. You know, um, we want to work with players who wants to be and play for Pascovell. Um, I always, since day one, I um, I passed that message to to uh, to Lou and our committee, and, and Oli and the players who who decided to stay from the beginning and said, "Listen, guys, you know what? We can't force anybody to play for us. We believe the club is a is a great club. Pascovel is a good club. Is a club that has proven to be uh, a club that develops footballers. Um, a club that is always, or at least." Has um, improved over the years and played NPL one football for for nineteen years in a row. That says a lot about what the club is about. And um, I was very and I still very confident that um, players there are a lot of players who want to play for Pascovel. We just need to find them. And and I think this year we found uh, really good footballers. And um, we have with all the coaching staff and, and the club. We're trying to produce a very um, united, um, very energetic, um, very um, um, exciting team uh, that represent represented the, the club in the best possible way. And I think um, if we take that into consideration, I think we have had uh, a great season. Olive, I mean, when you look back at this year, I mean, it's been, as I said, it's been one hell of a journey. How have you sort of seen 2022? Look, a journey is uh, probably an underst- understatement for, compared to what we've gone through. Mm. But um, the, uh, I think Alex really, really summarised it well. The, the, the playing group have been fantastic. Um, had a lot of a lot of hurdles through over over the over the twelve months that we've been together. But um, look, they've been fantastic throughout the year. And um, not going to name names, but uh, you know, the, the, the whole group as a whole have uh, really united in a, in a way that really showed. Um, the style and the, the culture of the club and how we we work through as a team, um, and really we're able to provide some some amazing results throughout throughout that journey throughout the year. And yeah, it's unfortunate um, how it all finished off at you know against Moreland in that in that sense. But um, when you look at it as um, the successes of the years, uh, the year is is that you've really got a, 
a dynamic team that mm. is full of potential, full of excitement, and and you know a good balance of of, of uh, youth and uh, experience. Um, and really, that's that's been a testament to not only Alex but um, the club and, and and the whole playing group as, as such and sticking together. So. You mentioned obviously this is a brand new squad. A lot of players did leave. There's a few players that stuck around, but it is a new squad. How proud are you of how this team has performed this year? Because it does take a lot of time and a lot of continuity to to do something incredible and you know over a long period of time with with one group. But to finish third, despite that, despite having a few players get suspended towards any and injuries as well. How proud are you of this season, of this group of banding together and being able to do that so quickly in such a short space of time? Look, I mean, um, if, you, if you tell us at the beginning of the year that we were going to be in this position, that we were going to have some of the performance that we had this year, I think, uh, not even myself, I don't think, we, we, we would imagine um, that we could produce that kind of performance because, as you're saying, it's, it's very difficult. It's something that it takes time. Um, look, I think one of the things that we just use is that we are we trying to be very um, honest, very simple with what the message we want to, um, you know, uh, pass it to our players. We want the players to enjoy, you know, coming to the sessions. You know, we want them to ex- we want to we want to do um, exercises, uh, things that they can see the relation uh, to what we want to do in the games. You know, rather than just doing exercises that pretty much do not you know don't replicate necessarily what we want to do on game day so i think that that link uh the training session you know we're trying to um we use uh, um, a lot of players that have been in the club for for a while like the talaricos the johnny back the ue yusuf you know that uh, even aid and ali the, the boys that have been been in around for pascovel to to you know, welcome the new players, and um, we have done few activities outside of the pitch, and I think that they have been actually fantastic. We have done at least five or six during the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time that we have new players, we, we're trying to do it, and and you know what? Um, sometimes people underestimate the, how important it is to uh, for the cohesiveness of the team to um, you know to get along well, or at least to know each other a little bit more outside of football mm. it gives you an insight of what the person is and how what motivates each individual and I think we got to the point where, where we have spent some time outside of football yes we when we try and we the boys know that we are you know um, full on uh, but when we are outside of football you know we want them to um, to respect who they are as a person what they what they stand for and 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 how we can get the most out of out of them is also um, a crucial part by knowing them, um, you know, outside of football, not mm. just who they are as a footballers. And Oliver, for yourself, I mean, when you when you look at it from that point of view, you know, in terms of how the group has banded together this year, how have you seen it? Look, the the old analogy that uh, it's, it's it is a family. Mm. Um, it should never be underestimated within the group. Um, uh, those boys are there, you know, three, four times a week, you know, constantly, you know, in each other's faces, working hard for the same objective. And when you have that sort of mentality around and you've got a very good group of support staff, uh, volunteers, club, you know, officials uh, really banding together to for one directive, you, you sort of, that sort of filters through, that energetic uh, sort of feel goes through the, the team and... 
Um, look, the boys have been um, really, really good and really focused, especially the leaders that Alex spoke about in, in, in really getting those boys to, you know, you know, all around the group to, to sort of mm. be, be, feel that they're part of it. They're part of it, the journey. And, um, and I think the most important thing, what I saw is that no one thought they were all bigger than one each other. I mean, everyone really, um, and we've got some big personalities in our team. Yeah. Um, you know, we obviously know Terence Carter. Mm. Um, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we, um, you know, he's a fantastic, you know, uh, not only person within the group, but, uh, you know, he's a role model to a lot of the young Minyaroos as well. Um, but then you've got another big personality, which, you know, we surprised us a little bit with, you know, Felipe. Yeah. You know, you look at this tall, small statured person and he's got such a big um, influence on some of the Minyaroos. Uh, and, and that's what makes a group, you know, in regards to how, um, uh, how they are perceived within the club, but also mm. within the group. Um, and then you got you know you don't you don't have to talk about the leaders like Tuller and you know uh, Yui when he was when he was there, um, but then you've got you know figures like Barty, mm. um, you know who are who are really an inspirational group too because they're, they're, they're the guys that goes to, to battle week in week out and you know actually step up when they need to. So these are the guys that are really really you know sort of working through and. You know, we don't have to, you know, go on all, yeah, one yeah, by one. Sure, but, sure. You know, you, you look at Ricky uh, mm. coming from Japan. You've got Aiden. He's been an ex- you know, had, had an exceptional year. Um, they've all had elements of what they bring to the side. And a lot of people don't realise that w- when you add collectively put that together, that's what that's what, that's how you build a team. Yeah. Um, and and I keep saying to the guys that um, when you have something like that. When you when you have that chemistry within the group and and how things work, you know that's not something to be you know to, to blink at. Mm. That's not something to that's actually something to really grasp on and hold on to it as much as you can. Because obviously you know Alex has played, I've played. Been a lot of coaches out there that would realise once you've got something that's really good, you you try and hold on to it as you know as long as you possibly can, so you can you know keep going on that journey as far as it can take you. So. You spoke about chemistry. One thing I noticed particularly towards the end of the season, some of those really big games like the North Geelong game, the Bullion game, and of course even the Moreland City game, there were moments early in the game where you fell behind but it never, ever looked like they dropped their heads and it was always, all right, straight back on, immediate response, goal straight away. Did you notice that in terms of the attitude and just that the players always were still holding their heads high, they were always, all right, like on to the next one? Because we see it with some teams. You look at some of teams who have fallen down the ladder this year, any side in any of the three tiers of MPL, they concede and immediately they fold. And, you know, you see teams, they drop their heads and they let it get to them. But with you guys, it looked like, at least from an outside point of view, that it was, all right, back onto task and you guys would surge ahead and especially in some of those bigger games. Is that something you you kind of noticed in, in towards the end of the year as well? Um, I think um, there, there was a particular game where we, we considered... Uh, three goals in five minutes mm. against Moreland City, actually, when we played away. And that was a very defining moment for us where we told the boys, you know, and uh, we had a conversation at halftime. And we said, well, look, guys, you know, um, this is something that first is not good enough. You know, we are much better than that. This is where we expect our leaders and everyone to say something and, and possibly, positively uh, react to, to to that kind of uh, situation. Say, this is not going to be the first or the last time that we're going to start a game and we're going to end up lo- we start losing that game. But this is where we need to show character, 
personality uh, where we need to um, uh, manage the emotions that we're having at that time and, and, and deal with it. You know, we had a big conversation at that halftime, but also uh, afterwards with the boys. And, and I think, you know, the response was fantastic. I remember the boys, mm-hmm. you know, having a chat between themselves, you know, uh, before training. And when they came out of that meeting, they look at us and say, you know, we're ready now. I said, well, because I said to the boys, said, guys, you're the ones who are playing. We, we can scream as much as we want from, from, from the outside, but is you guys are the ones who are, who play, they're the ones who get, have control from over the game. So, uh, and, and from that moment onwards, I think we never felt, um, um, you know, we, we never went in the same way, you know, like we drop our heads or things like that, you know, that that was a really uh, an important lesson for us. And I believe uh, afterwards we, we managed uh, that really well. There were a few games, not, not only those games, you know, we against Warby we were losing 1-0, against uh, Maurice Moreland City that we equalised, um, um, you know, um, you know, the, Bullying lions as well, mm, you know. Yeah. So, but you know, we, we we kept the composure. You know, the boys, you know, talk about it, and and we did it. And that is is how you build and make a team stronger. Not only adding quality footballers, but also uh, reflecting on moments that they are crucial to understand and be able to address differently. As a as a coaching group, I mean, I want to ask. I mean, it's obviously wasn't the result. The, I mean, it was such a great occasion that that game against Moreland City. I mean, the the two one loss in such God, it's it's the most heartbreaking way to lose a game of football. But what do you say to a group after that as a coaching staff? Because it is such a a final moment in terms of what was on the line and and everything. And obviously, there are a lot of down players. You know, seeing the players all fall to the ground after the whistle and realizing what had happened, and obviously the emotions were really high. What do you say to the group after that? Like, you know, because it was still one game to play, obviously, it didn't end up happening. You got some practice matches to come, but how do you get the spirits back up after a moment like that? Because I can imagine how tough it would be as well for a coaching group. Look, I think um, that there is um, uh, a concept that I always um, use to when I speak to the boys and even from my life as well, is not to confuse what is urgent or what is important. Now, the urgent is the game that we just lost. The important thing is that we should learn and grow from that moment, exactly like we did when we had a practice game at the beginning of the year and we lost against South Melbourne 7-0, for example, you know, or 7-1 or whatever. Like, you know, there were there were a lot of things for us to improve when we lost and uh, games, you know, um, during the season as well, when we considered three goals in five minutes, you know, we have had moments where we haven't done things right. right. But that is no the, the real the point. The point is, so guys, we are growing as a group, you know, and from where we were one year ago to where we are right now is we, we are a very different team. Now, uh, we said to the boys, listen, I know that you don't see it that way, but but we should learn from this moment. We are very proud of you, each of you. Um, not only our the coaching staff, but each member of Pascovel, we have given the club an, an uh, amazing nights and, and moments that they feel like they're very happy and proud to be a Pascovel mm. supporter. And I say one game is never going to change that feeling because 
we have done a lot for 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 the club and i think we uh we believe that we can grow from this moment like we have in other situations and and it's not different and and uh, we we actually give it a hug to each player because we believe that they needed that kind of comfort after mm. that moment it was absolutely devastating yeah and um, we're going to try to send the boys in a spirit that you know what we know that they give it all you know and that for us as a coaching team and as a club i believe is 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 the most important thing sometimes football you, you get the results you want you can play unbelievable and lose a game you know and 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 that game uh, I, th- I thought we um we 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 play hard we play with with passion we we tried our best you know even with 10 men we we went for the result we we acted like a big club you yeah. know like the way we believe and we consider ourselves you know and um, big clubs with big uh, ambitions uh, they always find a way to improve and and learn the lesson and mm-hmm. I, and i hope and I, and, I, and i hope that we we uh, we take a lot of um, uh, lessons from from those moments in terms of the occasion, it was a really special occasion seeing that many people there, and you know the the whole club almost was there, and a lot of people just it, it was it was the moment, it was the game that everyone wanted to be. It was the hot ticket item. In terms of seeing the groundswell of support from Pasco Vale people, I mean, how exciting was that? You know, to walk out onto CB Smith Reserve and see just this wall of noise, and you know all the young kids getting involved and everything. I mean, Ollie, how exciting was that? You know, just to see all of that on fr- on that Friday night. Look, it was a uh, it was a good night for football. Yeah, uh, I've, I've heard that terminology. Uh, Craig screamed it to me. Uh, yeah, you know, up from the stands, and you know, we, we had a bit of a chat about it after the game. Um, I say this: uh, basketball is a big club. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been at the pinnacle. And they were there for quite a long time, so they've got a, a an unbelievable supporter base, uh, passionate supporter base, um, and they know what they want. Um, our our group knows what they want, and um, I think the most important thing about um, this playing group in particular is is that um, they were able to, in some way or form, ultimately we understand that we didn't we didn't get to that pinnacle where we wanted it all to be, but um, they were able to provide some some memories to you know the the mini ruse the. The, the supporters in, in in getting bringing him on that journey to believe and yes there were some ups and downs within a, within the season and look that's part of football that yeah. football is is you know a a passionate supporter base you know being brought on that journey and you're going to have your highs and lows and and you know when when the lows are there it's about how you how you really get through that that period to to, to keep mm. the will of you know the will to keep going and these boys showed. Um, you know, as you as you said before, there would be moments within within games that you know everything's against them, and they'll find something. And there would be moments where they've been they were able to do that, and and that shows that they have that belief, hmm. um, and they have that will to to succeed. And you can't take that out of a group. Um, that that's going to remain there. Um, it's about how now you, you you get that next percent, that extra one percent, in, in, in you know to to achieve what we need and. Um, I'm a big believer of those one percenters, as the boys uh, heard me a few times. Um, but we, we as a group and we as a club, um, we don't step back from a, from being a big club. Um, that's that's the, the testament of, of Pascavale, and um, you know where you know we've had some big personalities over the years as well that yeah. um, that have uh, that have helped shape the club be a big club, and you know they all should be remi- uh, re- uh, remembered. 
um, in developing that uh, where we're at. Um, but um, that's part of this group and in, in helping achieve that going forward. So, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it is, despite what happens, it's an exciting time, I guess, at Pasco Vale. I mean, the next few weeks, even though the season's over, it's an opportunity for you guys to play against a couple of A-League opposition. I mean, what, what do you take out of those sort of games? Obviously, it is the end of the season, but it is an opportunity to test yourselves against the best of the best. Um, I guess, what's sort of the, the message going into these games? Like, what, what can you take out of that, I guess, going into next season as well? Even when um, it's a very similar approach that we had at the beginning of, of the preseason when we, we play um, all MPO1 teams, all of them. Mm. And then, you know, I remember, you know, we got people that have concerns. Well, how come we're going to play against the Green Gullies, the South Melbourne, the Avondales, you know, this and that. And I said, well, because it's important for us to really know where we are. What are the things that we really need to work on, you know? Um, you know, it, it's... I mean, this is for me as a coach. I find it very, um, um, you know, what's the point to go and play it against an opposition that is not, is not your opposition where you can get away with a lot of things, players, coaching staff, everyone walking out of that with, with uh, irrelevant conclusions about what you have, what you need. So when we wanna, uh, when we wanna prepare the team, you know, we, we wanna play against the best. We uh, we're not afraid to, to we can't be afraid to, to to play against a good side. You know, we cannot consider ourselves a big club if we don't want to play against the best. You know, and that's number one. And number two, it, that's those are opportunities for us to really see what we can improve. What can we add to our squad and our team? And and all those games that we play against those MPL ones uh, sides at the beginning of the of the preseason will help us a lot during mm-hmm. the season because. Uh, when we went to the season, then obviously you know we were we were playing teams that have been together for a while that they've been you know obviously um, have quality footballers you know and and all of a sudden now it really helped us uh, to understand to under- to understand where where we were and um, and define clearly what our team uh, was capable of and what not and then we define the strategies and I remember I think I said that to to Oli and the boys said from now on we're gonna win. Mm. You know, we, we're not going to try it anymore. We're going to win from now on. It's, it's time to win, and, and, and we're going to do that. And I think right now we can identify that moment. These games that we're going to play against A-League clubs are going to help us uh, to develop the team even further. Um, and, and I think it's also a reward for our boys that, um, you know, I think they have had a, a good season and... and and, and why not? You know, go and and have it a good, you know, uh, give it a, give it a good run to to this team. Why yeah, not? well, it's a bit of a free hit. I mean, you know, you guys have got nothing to to lose. I mean, you go out there, you you give it, you know, and you try and go for the win. Who knows what can happen? I mean, Always. it is just a friendly, so you know, but it is that opportunity as well for some of the younger guys in particular to put their names up in in lights as well, because obviously there will be a lot of eyeballs on it. You know, from big A-League clubs, of course, the the opposition and as well people just who might be keen observers. Looking ahead now, obviously, to 2023, what's sort of the, the plan now after the pre-season friendly? Is it a bit of time off to sort of, you know, let the players have a bit of time then go into pre-season towards the end of the year? How how does the off-season look for, for the team going into next year? Well, right now, um, it, um, I mean, this is more like at a, a personal level. For me, um, I've been. It has been a, a very full-on season. You yeah. Know? Um, you know, I'm trying to balance my life 
uh, with my kids, uh, with my business, with the coaching and, and all the challenges that uh, come along with, with that. Um, I've asked uh, the club and the boys as well, you know, a uh, few, few days until I can um, organize my, my, my feelings, my thoughts, you know. I want to have a chat individually with the, our coaching staff to really, um, you know, um, gather um, important information in areas that we have done well and areas that we can improve mm-hmm. and sit down with, with the club and, and really have uh, honest conversation about things that that um, moving forward we need to we need to discuss we need to talk about and how we can as a collective uh, uh, group we can we can we can improve you know so uh, we understand as well the dynamics of of football here in Victoria and even in Australia where um, right now there are clubs recruiting players you know uh, you know it's, it's absolutely like it's like gets wild you know mm. it's a bit of a jungle where everyone you know is talking and players are approaching you know what we um we feel very um um comfortable with what we have done what we have provided to the players you know we believe our players have improved under our guidance this year um we believe that many players great footballers would um could have a fantastic season with us if they if they would like to, you know. Um, we definitely would like to keep our boys. You know, we believe we have an amazing playing group, you know. And uh, we just ask the boys a few days until we can we can have that conversation. We cannot we cannot rush decisions um, uh, without really um, shaping the clear direction of what we want to achieve in 2023. You know, yeah. that it's important that. We as a as a coaching staff and club, we define, and as soon as that clear, we can work consistently across with the players, with the coaching staff, with our members, and to tell them this is our objective, this is how we're gonna do things. Uh, would you like to be part of? Would you like to you know uh, continue the journey with us or not? You know, yeah. it, it's something like that, and um, you know that's that's pretty much how we um, we're going about it, and um, you know hopefully we can. Uh, build a very strong side for 2023. Looking at ahead to 2023, I mean, it is going to be an expanded league and there are some, I mean, Preston Lions coming up, Melbourne City coming up, Dandy City and Eastern Lions coming down. It's going to be a, an exciting year in MPL too and a lot of bigger games against bigger opposition. Have you guys looked ahead and start Because, I mean, you know, everyone's always been talking about with Preston especially coming up a team that, you know, going to draw some big attention, big crowds, everything like that. It almost seems like, to an extent, MPL 2 is the place to be next season in that sense. But are you guys looking forward to those new challenges and the, the expanded league and, and more games next season as well? I'm sure Preston's saying how you know they're looking forward to playing Paco Vale, just like how we're saying <laughs> we're looking forward to uh, uh, playing Pre- Preston Lions. So, yeah. um, look, in all due respect, um, we can only plan on what, we, uh, what sure. we're going to do. Um, it's going to be a big, um, big test for our boys, a big test for the club. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be a big test for every, every other club that's going to be in NPL two next year. And um, there's no guarantee for success. Uh, for success. Um, yeah. That's for any club. Um, you can only plan as as best as you possibly can, and as mm. coaches, to try and put the best foot forward. And um, I've been. Uh, long enough in football to realise that, uh, as I said before, once you've got something that that that's 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 gelled there, that's 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 something that's going good. Um, 
you know you you work on on as much as you can to try and work through that so um yeah we're we're excited and i'm yeah. Yeah, i'm sure they're excited as well <laughs> <laughs> look i mean um it, what what do say is true you know like we can never gonna improve as a uh, or be ready for mpo one football if we don't if we don't play big games yeah you know, if we don't play against good opposition you know like it doesn't make sense that for us or at least you know that we want to play MPO one football against the best teams in Victoria and not be prepared for it, prepare for crowds, prepare for teams with different football styles, you know, with um, with different fields, you know, uh, uh, football philosophy. Like there, is, there are so many, I mean, it's, it's exciting that we actually have uh, all these good teams coming up, you know, uh, um, you know, in the league um, because I think... It can only make everyone better, mm. you know. Um, honestly, the, even even this year, you know, like the, the league was until the last day. It was very hard to predict what was going to happen. Um, the only team that obviously everyone knew that it were relegate. Well, I mean, they were in the playoffs. One hundred percent was uh, GVS until the last day. It wasn't defined, mm-hmm. uh, but even GVS, and let me tell you, I, I believe they're a good sign, they're yeah. a really good sign. And I've yeah. said that to uh, the former coach, uh, Craig. I don't know if he's still there or not, but uh, I said that to him, and I said it to many people. Say, GVS, they're a great sign. You know, they play good football. You know, they have good patterns. You know, you can tell how loyal the players are to the football style, and you don't get that very easily. You know, so um, you know that that's the kind of games and opposition you wanna you wanna burst so you can improve and then when you get to play against the the big boys if we put it that way then you're prepared mm. you're prepared to to the likes of south you know and and paul melbourne's and oakley's and harbors and green galley and everyone else in the in that mix that they are unbelievable teams you know so that's what we want good teams good opposition you know the opportunity for us to improve and get better as, a, as coaches and as a team how sorry, Nick, right? I've I've said this before, and I know I'm gonna I'm gonna have that's gonna, I'm no, gonna no, pay no. for this later on from Alex, but you know I, I can't wait till you know next year where you know I'm next to Alex and Alex turns around and say what a game again. Uh, he's only done it to me a couple of times. This year. <laughs> <laughs> so, you get to see those moments where he loves he loves the contest, yeah. and um, you know that that from a coaching group uh, that actually really you know it puts us on yeah know, from from the get go and. You know that makes us believe in our, our playing group and makes us understand. You know we're mm. up for it. Um, yeah. And you know when when when, <laughs> when Alex turns to say, "What a game!" You're like, "Alex, let's just win the game." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it's testable because it's the style that we're playing, that 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 excitement, that brand of football that we're that uh, that we're that we're putting onto the boys, and the boys are showing yeah. it and have, have really bought into it. And so you know when 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 we're playing teams next year, you know whether it be the um, the Melbourne cities or they're a big club too. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, you press the lines and, and let's not talk, you know, not, not forget more than Zebras um, and a few other teams that we're yeah. in this year that really, really put you know, a lot of teams to the sword. Um, it's going to be a tough year. Um, so um, no problems with that. Yeah. We're just going to enjoy uh, what comes our way and we're going to try our best in, in delivering what we need to deliver. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, we're coming towards the end now. I just want to say, you know, from my point of view, I spoke to a lot of people in the MPL circles about you guys when watching you guys play. Never a bad game, you know, at least from an external point of view. You always play a really exciting brand. And, I mean, 
not to you know rain on the parade of other teams, but I mean it's you don't see that too often in terms of teams that actually want to play pure football and want to play along the deck, and it, it looks good for the neutral at least. So a, a kudos to what you guys have been able to achieve. It, it obviously is there's that disappointment. There's no promotion. But I'm sure next year, even with that extra competition, you guys are going to be right up there again next year. And I'm, I am, as you guys are looking forward to, I can't wait to see what, what what's in store for you guys and for everyone else. I think it's going to be an incredible season. Well, thank you, Nick, for, for having us. Um, we also look forward to, to next year, I believe. This is um, it's fantastic for football in Victoria, you know, for, for our younger generations that they can come to the games. They feel excited. They feel attached to, to a club. They feel... Uh, identify with senior footballers, which I think is happening, uh, at least at our club. You know, this is something that um, we, we're very proud of, you mm. know, that to see our young footballers, you know, coming and supporting the team, our senior players going to the games on Sundays, you know, because that is how we could uh, develop football in Australia further. Yeah. And if I can finish by saying... Absolutely. Um, just a shout-out to our mini-roos. Um, yeah. And one one Miniru that's uh, been by our side the whole year, um, Mr. Rocco himself, um, and the boys all know him. Um, look, they've they've all been amazing, and in particular Rocco that's been with the, with, with the under twenty ones, under 18s and under you know the seniors. He's always around, and yep. uh, special mention to him and and his family. Uh, they've been uh, unbelievable supporters of the club. Um, but really, um, what Alex is is saying is that we. We provide that show not only for the uh, the neutral supporter, but really our, our brand, our supporters, and our mini roos uh, to give them something that they can um, carry forward. And hopefully, we see some of those mini roos into the senior team, like we, like Pack has, you know, produced over the years. So that that's the exciting brand that we want to see. And um, you know, hopefully, we see Rocco in, in a Paco shirt <laughs> in the senior team one day. Yeah, we'll maybe we'll what, maybe ten years time, a bit, a bit around then, we'll oh. see. Maybe he's a hacker, you know, like he, he looked at me like this and like, I think you need a hack, Alex. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's unbelievable, you know, like to have um, uh, kids like that at the club, you know, and, um, you know, that they can feel the, the, the passion for the club. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for coming in tonight. Um, again, you know, good luck for the, the, the two friendlies that are coming up. They're going to be massive games. Looking forward to seeing, you know, what, what transpires. And again, looking forward to, to 2023. Uh, you guys have a bit of a rest now, especially after this year. I'm sure it's been a long one, but mm. straight back to work and looking forward oh, yeah. to seeing what comes after that. So, oh. again, thank you very much. And thank you again to everyone who's been on the show throughout the year. Uh, all the guests, all the uh, administrators, coaches, Lou Toner as well for setting this up and as well to Senol who have sponsored the show the whole way through. But if you missed any of it, head over to our podcast platforms. It'll be up on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get it or go back to the Facebook live stream and give it a watch as well. But for myself, Nick Dubano, Alex Cobo and Oliver Stankowski, it's goodbye for now. You're listening to Paco Radio, brought to you by Senol on FNR, Football Nation Radio.